All right, all right, all right. Well, we are just continuing to roll on here at the Winnebago Super Pride Carnival doing interviews with the young uh, LGBTQIA2S plus folks um, and just all of the folks, all of the ages of folks who that are here today celebrating pride in who they are. Again, and this is the first Super Pride Carnival that they're having um, here in Winnebago, so it's pretty pretty epic and historic event. Joining me right now is Alan Whitewing, a young Winnebago Two-Spirit who is here today to share about being a Two-Spirit trans man and what that experience is like for him here in Winnebago, Nebraska. So Alan, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today and being willing to have a conversation with me and share your life and your history. I'm going to kick off an easy question for you, okay? I think this will be easy for you to answer. You say that you've done this before, so. (laughs) Yes. Um... Old hat, old hat. My question is, what does pride mean to you, Alan? Really, it just means like freedom, in a way, um, I don't know, just being able to say, like, this is who I am. This is who I will be. No one can stop me and everything. It's, I don't know, it's just a way of expressing myself in a way. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of it, really. <laughs> well, that's pretty big. Gotta make sure you stay on that microphone for me. Oh, yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that. Sorry. It's all good. It's all good. All right, so... Yes, I would have to agree that that is a great way to define um, what pride means. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important, you know, because getting here today wasn't easy um, with some of the things that had happened. We had a conversation earlier today with Tyler, um, who was uh, the young Winnebago who posted a TikTok that went viral um, about a vote that was that was made uh, at the, with the tribal council. Yeah. And so I'm not here to, like, speak ill of the tribal council or to harp on what was wrong about any of that. But one of the common themes that I'm hearing from people is that there is still some hurt there. There is. There really is. And so would you, do you have any recommendations or any ideas about how uh, folks can move forward? Um, And maybe, uh, you know, what, what else can be done to right what was wrong? Hmm. Um, well, I mean, like, I was there, not, like, when they did that, but I watched the stream to, um, look into what they said, and from the TikTok that Tyler Lemire has, um, made, um, she did, like, cite, like, a lot of sources, um, he, he, sorry, (laughs) I apologize. Okay. Um, but it was, yeah, I don't know. It was kind of heartbreaking for me, knowing, because, um... I was a in the New York trip. I was going to New York with um, my school, so hearing that um, kind of broke me in a way. It hurt because I have a few relatives who are um, two spirit their own selves, and they were trying to get married. Um, um, with that, I end up losing a few friends because of our differences, mm. because of our um, perspectives. Um, Are you willing to share a little bit more about that? What do you mean in differences of perspective? Let's just say um, they have religious beliefs. Like, we have really different religious beliefs. 
even though they're native, they are Christian. And then with that, they grew up with their um, grandmother saying that, like, all gays are bad and, like, just, like, they're all weird. They're all F, like, F slurs and all that. Mm. Like, it was, I don't know. Um, when that happened, like, I, I, I told my, my at-the-time friend um, what happened and how I felt about it. And I thought she was going to help me. I thought she was just be like, oh, it's fine. We'll like, we'll see how it happens. We'll see when we get back. She said, oh, okay. That's not really a problem. I kind of expected it. So it kind of made me angry. I'm not even going to lie. Um, I don't know. It went on about like how everything like production should be like mandatory. Like everyone should have a child, no matter like if their gender is like how they feel about their gender if they have a vagina then they should have children if they have a penis they, sh- they should make children it's mm. yeah wow i didn't right we actually i didn't have that conversation with tyler i didn't know that all of that was still also like some of those cons- conversations were still happening because you know i mean i mean i can understand from the sense of the tribe itself not wanting to you know, basically end up dying out eventually because people aren't having children. But who's to say that that if I could still have a child, I mean, I'm a two-spirit, queer, transmasculine person, mm-hmm. and I also have a vagina. And who's yeah. to say that at one point in my life I didn't want to have kids? I did. I just yeah. never chose to do that. And so, you know, I mean, I know of trans folks who have kids all the time. And so it is possible for that to happen, but I think it's just sad when they start to legislate hate. Um, so I was happy to hear that they reversed the opinion quickly mm-hmm. and that they moved swiftly about it. But I, but I have heard that there is still a need for education um, yes. of the tribal council and other tribal members. Sounds like some of your friends uh, or ex-friends. Um, also need to have some knowledge and awareness about what it means to be someone who is LGBTQIA2S+. Yes. And so I think it's important, you know, I love that Tyler's doing what uh, he's doing and that you're willing to have conversation and speak up and speak out about who you are to share um, with the community. And so with that, I guess what I'm going to ask you is, so what is one thing that you wish people understood about who you are? I really, it's just like, um, me and my friend, like sitting right by me right now, have had a conversation about some of our classmates or not classmates, but some students in our grade. Um, most of the school basically knows that I'm transgender. I'm but they always think like, oh, let's just like it's the girl that's trying to that's trying to be a boy, and it's not really like trying to be I am, and that I mean like it's kind of annoying, but I know who I am, and what's really surprising for me is that most of the girls in our grade actually are really supportive, and they have backed up for me. Mm. I was used as an example for a presentation, for um from what my friend has said. And I felt a little embarrassed, I'm not even going to lie, but I mean, like, I'm kind of glad that I was used as an example for education-wise. So what, so what would have you be embarrassed? Maybe it's just them not asking me. Ah. <laughs> they just, yeah, they're just like, oh, this is, this is an example. It's Ellen. 
Well, and you know, so were you in the room when they did the presentation too? No. Okay, so this was so I think you're speaking to something that's really important, and that is it's really not okay to out anyone, even regardless of the fact that you're wanting to educate. Like that's beautiful, but to out someone yeah. is not really cool, and that's not really okay. So I'm sorry that that happened to you. I mean, I can understand that your um, and your feelings about it are valid. Yeah. Um, and I can also understand you saying, "Hey, you know, this person who." Does this person identify as someone who is LGBTQ plus? No. No. So here's someone who actually does have some privilege, mm -hmm. right, and some power, who can positively impact other people who may not agree with um, who we are and help uplift and educate them. But it still isn't okay for somebody to do that without asking you first. Yeah. And so, um, so I do think that it's, it's valid that you would be upset and disappointed and a little frustrated about that person doing that because it's not really fair. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, um, somebody said that to that person about how not cool that was because it's not, <laughs> I'll just be clear yeah. um, about that. All right. So I'm assuming, you know, that you're out to your family and you have family support. Um, in some ways, let's say that. Um, I've came out to my mother. I can say that. But she does not accept me for who I am, I guess. Mm. She knows who I identify as and then what my name is. It's just she won't accept it mm. that, like, I am who I am. Um, I've had a lot of conversations about that, but all her only excuse is that I or that she was the one that gave birth to me and that she will only see me as her daughter. And given the fact that she's lesbian her own self, mm. she has um married um a woman but later divorced due to um personal reasons, but it's confusing to me in a way because she has so many like other friends that are like are like transgender or non-binary and such but it's just the fact that she can't accept me as being transgender mm. yeah that's that is very hurtful and difficult and i'm sorry that that's that's the way that it is it speaks very strongly to the fact that our community still has a lot of learning to do yes and unpacking around that you know and and i and i understand you know, she says, oh, I gave birth to you. But the truth of the matter is she doesn't own you just because she gave birth to you. Yeah. And that, you know, there are people who change their name all the time. Yeah. And it's nothing against the parent for the name that they gave them. It just is what it is. Mm -hmm. I always look at it like this. You know, there are in indigenous communities who you get named when you're born. But then when you turn into a teenager, you go through a rite of passage. Yeah. And part of that passage is going on a walk and you go out into a place where you are alone for like 48 hours and you go out into the, out into the forest and you're, you're alone. Yeah. And it's kind of like a vision quest that you have. And then you come back and your community asks you how you want to contribute. Yeah. And it is at that point that you tell them who you are. And then they name you based on what you tell them. Yeah. 
And so it's unfortunate, I think, you know, forced assimilation and colonization has created this environment within our indigenous communities where we have had our culture and tradition stripped from us. Mm -hmm. And so there's, again, there's this great forgetting of what it means for us to be indigenous and to also be two spirit. Yeah. And so consider this, you being a part of a great awakening where you are now educating and unfortunately, even your mother, about what it is to be who you are. And I hope that your mom will come around and honor and affirm you for who you are and do the work that's necessary to come to that understanding. Because you deserve to be called by a name that honors you mm -hmm. yeah. and pronouns that honor you as well, Alan. Yeah. By everyone you know. And all people that you love. So um, where do you find support when you need it, Alan? My friend group. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your friend group. Well, I can actually say um, Ash um, has been with me for about more than 11 years now. We've um, stuck by each other since, like, preschool. Wow. And... Um, I mean, like, we've been through thick and thin. Um, he's, I don't know, he's energetic, let's say that. He, but also, he has his ups and downs as well. Um, I can easily say that sometimes we are kind of the opposites, but we still make up for that, for, um, like, I don't know, our personality, I guess, our... We have, like, the same interests, yeah, but that's because we grew on each other. But, um, we, I have another friend, um, their name is Ariella. Um, they're not here right now, but it's, uh, it's all right. But they ain't, like, I don't know, they go by she, they, that's all I would say, but, um, she isn't, like, the type to, like, be, like, really, like, hyper, like, in, like, big crowds. She's more of, like, an introvert kind of person. I mean, she doesn't know how to talk a lot, but I we help her. We help her a lot. That's good. And also, my friend right beside me right here is Rain. She, her. Um, she's, I don't know, she's, like, the newest of the friend group, let's say that. But although we only, like... I don't know, spend time with each other for, like, a short time. We It really just, being together feels like we've been, like, like together for, like, as long as me and Ash have been, almost, like. Yeah. Like, we're kind of that close in, a, like, a short matter of time. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that you have your chosen family. Yes. Right? <laughs> it's really important to have those kinds of connections, and these are people who you are probably going to be, connected with for the rest of your life. You may not be as close as you are now, but you will always know one another. And I have friends like that who I've known for a very long time. The ones that I know are true blue are the ones that I could call up at any moment and they're there. Yeah. And they love me and they listen to me and they and we reconnect as though no time has passed. So I think you you probably have some friends in that in that group that'll be friends like that. 
I see Ash smiling over there. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, what do you wish was different about the way that others see our community? I guess it's just like the stereotype of being native. Um, I let's just say like I've met quite a few people. I've introduced myself like to say, hey, I'm Alan. I'm from like Winnebago tribe in Nebraska. I'm also Navajo. And then like, I don't know, they make like a snarky remark. Like, I bet you live in a teepee or something. That's like, that's what I mean, like by stereotyping. Yeah. And also it'd be like, oh, like you're probably like into weed. You're probably like drunk. You're, I don't know. You probably have like a drunk family. You're in like a reservation that's like real, I don't know, like drug addicts and all that. But it's really, I mean, yeah, some of it's like that in the reservation. But where I'm from, like I have family who are drug drug addicts and like resort to like alcoholism. But I'm not that type of person. Yeah. Because of the amount of education I was given at a very young age. And then having family members, um, immediate family members, um, educating me and knowing where they come from. And then, like, having to change me and stop me from going to the same path as everyone in my family has been to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you are right. The biases and stereotypes are... Um, really pervasive and quite frequently wrong. Yes. <laughs> Definitely wrong. Um, so is there anything else that you would want to share with uh, the folks who might be listening today about uh, just anything? What would you like to say? Um, really, I just wish like everything or everyone would be educated on like every not every but majority of like sexual orientation gender identity and know to respect from um and actually know the difference between um appropriation and then like, appreciation can you can you share us a little bit what, uh, about what that difference is to you um for me it's just like how do i put this into words um like, appreciation, I can say that, like, I don't know. People that are not Native, like, buying from, a, like, an actual Native artist. um, And then uh, appropriation is just, like, I don't know. Other people are just, like, trying to, like, imitate um, tribes. Like, imitate, I don't know, like, power music or something. Peyote music. Just, like, or, like, jewelry and such. Because um, I have been to a, quite a few stores. Um, my mother has... um let's say has dated a few women who like to appropriate our culture. Mm. They have, let's say they have given me a prayer box, I guess, mm. or something had like in indigenous design. And they also gave me like a little red skin, like um, necklace. I threw that away right away. I, I, I mean, like I appreciate like the thought, but no. <laughs> yeah. And then, they were they gave they gave me like little trinkets of such, and then they also gave me like a dream catcher that was like manufactured. Mm. I prefer not to get those or have those in any of my households, or just around me, anyways. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, purchasing from indigenous artisans is the way to appreciate the culture. And knowing the difference between going online on Google and buying a dream catcher 
and actually buying one that was was crafted by someone who is indigenous. And yes, many times when you find those items, they're going to be a little bit more expensive, but you're actually paying for someone's art. Mm -hmm. So that's important. You know, you say a lot of really valuable things, Alan. I really appreciate the fact that you were uh, willing to come and have this conversation with me today and be as open as you have been. And... um, is there anything else that you would like to share or anything else that you would like to say to the folks that might be listening? Maybe the young people who weren't able to come to Pride today, but are who, who live here in Winnebago? Um, just, I guess, like, just know that there are people, like, if you're willing to ask questions, there are people who are willing to answer them honestly and then willing to help you understand and explain to the way that you can possibly actually understand um as myself i am 15 years old i i know a lot about my my culture and who my family are and knowing all of that i can actually say like i know who i am so what i'm saying is just like if you have trouble just come and ask you have you may like think that you have people like not gonna understand or probably gonna fight you on it but there are people around you can just there are like numbers there are websites there are pages that can help you if you ask so really i'm just saying just just ask and we'll answer Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for joining me today, Alan. You had a lot of really uh, wise things to say for a younger person in the community here in Winnebago, Nebraska. Again, we are doing interviews um, here in Winnebago probably for the next three or four hours. We got a bunch of other people who are wanting to have a conversation with me, and I love that. So, again, my name is Eli Rigatuso. But speaking of happy here in Winnebago, Nebraska, at their very first Super Pride Carnival. We will be back in just a little bit with more, so stick around.